are listening to the Blue Collar Nerd Podcast. These aren't the tradesmen you're looking for. You can go about your business. Move along. All right, welcome to another exciting episode of the Blue Collar Nerd Podcast. I'm the Plumalorian. I'm joined by Adam the Electrician. What an up? Vader the Plumber. Hello there. Plum Dangerous. Yo. And we've got a uh, special guest here today. We have Colton, aka Viking Pipe Fitter. How you doing, man? Real good. How about you guys? I'm just gonna do the. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> you no, gotta be feeling really? the. Ooh. I don't just throw the ooh, ooh out for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm doing all right. Um, and just to tell our audience here, Viking, he he works for Vega, like the pro press leader in the world. I guess I'm yes, safe sir. in saying that. And not, not a Viega. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. Vega. So if you want the history on it, Franz Onsheim Wiegner was the guy who started our company over 125 years ago. Right. He was a German dude. He was, his actual first thing that he made was a brass beer tap, but he was in Attendorm, Germany. So it's his name plus Attendorm turns into Vega. That's how they did it. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. How German is that? His first invention was a beer tap. <laughs> dude, he was, dude, he was sick of the wooden spile. So he used to beat a wooden spile into a keg, and he was like, this is BS. We keep losing beer. So he made a threaded brass beer tap and fixed that problem. That's wow, amazing. Man. That's amazing. He's a hero. Yeah, and unlike Danger when he mispronounces it, like the Street Fighter character. <laughs> and he would look at it in the English context and sound, it looks like it would be pronounced Viega. Okay, oh, for sure. sure. We had a, we had a huge campaign, like when Viga first came to America, like how to pronounce it. Like it was a huge deal because the Germans were all, they were pissed off. Everybody was saying it wrong. So they tried to create a campaign. And we're, nah, we're just going to keep saying Viega. It's yeah. like Knipex. The Knipex. Yeah. 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 <laughs> not picked. In the South, it, it's spelled Viega, but down in the South, we just say Vega. <laughs> yeah, this episode, we're going to mainly focus on ProPress, and we're going to talk amongst ourselves here. All of us are ProPress, even Adam, right? Press is still on the trade. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, we're going to talk about, like, basically the ins and outs of it, the the, the benefits of it versus soldering. And just talk talk about our experiences, I guess, with it. But first, I want to talk with Viking. Uh, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, for sure. I could go on and on about myself if you guys didn't already know that about me. So I'll try to keep it. I'll try to keep it as short as I can. But basically, I grew up with a mechanical background. So my dad's a mechanical engineer. So I grew up in the garage working on motorcycles, stuff like that. Kind of went to college for a year. College was not my deal. I basically went to college because I needed health insurance because I have diabetes. So I did that, kind of hung out, didn't really party. It was like a community college, but it paid for my diabetes medicine. And then I got into the trades. So I was really lucky that my uh, dad's one of his best friends said they need good young human beings with the driver's license. So that was all it took for me to get into being a pipe fitter was having a driver's <laughs> license. <laughs> nice. Nice. So I did that for uh, quite a while. Yeah, just about 15 years before I came here to Vega to be a trainer. But dude, I was so lucky. I started off and I was just some kid who didn't know anything about anything. Like I knew how to, I knew how to weld, but I knew how to put pipe together and stuff. So I was already good at that. But I just put my nose down, went to the grindstone and shoot before I was even turned out of the, the union hall, I was running crews and stuff. So I was telling old guys what to do. So I was really lucky that just working got me to where I am today, really. 
that had to be an amazing sight because I can visualize that because I get that sometimes when I'm working as far as guys that have been at it a lot longer and then a young guy comes in there. But yeah, they hate it. They absolutely hate it. That's for sure. Like I was, some of the guys like, shoot, I was, I think I was 22 when I had my truck and I was running crews. You meet some guy who's like 60 years old. He's been doing it his whole life. I always just went back to, dude, there's a reason I'm your boss. There's a reason I'm the boss and you're where you are. So this out and move forward. Here, here. The the thing that I always say, because people are always like, I've been doing it this way for 10 years. I'm like, yeah, but you could be doing it wrong for 10 years. Just technology changes. And some some of the old timers are stuck in their ways. Exactly. That's a direct correlation to pro press versus soldering. I was just going to say, it's almost like I train on this stuff 10 to 15 times a day. And I was leading us there. Even like in electrical, I have all these battery powered cordless power tools and all this shit and like the old timers are like oh that's never gonna work and just use this fucking thing and you gotta pull start the fucking motor <laughs> on it and like dude i got a drill that'll fucking do this for us and they'd rather use a hacksaw to cut pvc pipe versus <laughs> uj's sawzall yeah no i'm like well, what's what's wild about that is if you can show them like whatever they're doing just show them up at what they're doing and being like so yeah i can do what you're doing what i'm trying to explain to you is the better way we're gonna do it this way you know what i mean <laughs> That's where I come from. People always want to like welders always want to talk stuff about mega press. And my first thing is like, dude, I've been welding my whole life. I agree with you. Welding's awesome, but here's a better way. Yep. Yeah. I was, I was a foreman on a commercial plumbing company, new construction. And I was trying to explain to the boss that it would be cheaper and more cost effective if we started buying the cordless. I think, I don't remember if it was DeWalt or Rigid that had a cordless SDS hammer drill. And he was like, no, we're just going to keep using what we have. And I said, listen, I was like, you're pulling out this generator on these job sites and we're running these cords. And then we're having to bring these big SDS hammer drills to run these, the redheads through, I'm sure the redheads and the all thread and everything. And for a long time, he just couldn't wrap his brain around the fact that it would just be cheaper to buy three cordless SDS hammer drills as opposed to what we were using, but because he was so set in his ways. He didn't want to do it. And it took him like three months before he finally was like, all right, we'll get two and just see how it does. And it made the job run so much faster and so much smoother. Everything you evolving know? so faster and all. What? The battery powered? What is that? That won't work. Well, do you guys, are, you ever run into the guy who's, I had it real shitty and I had to work super hard. So I want you to do the same. I'm like, that's insane. I'm like, you had a horrible life where you had to do things the hard <laughs> way and get beat down. Do you just want me to do that too? They have fucking crooked fingers for the race of their life. They have such yeah. a carpal tunnel. That's. That's my entire apprenticeship. They're going to make you fucking stainless unistrut with a hacksaw. Like, oh, this is how you do it. <laughs> this is just how you have to do it. You're like, I can just get my saws on real quick and be done in five minutes. I See, the whole point of an apprenticeship to me is so that I can teach them from my mistakes that I did. Exactly. I, I've made this reference before. When you train under 10 times the Earth's gravity, okay, <laughs> and you come out like super strong, okay, that's one correlation. I'm like, okay, these guys want to like, you train under like the harshest conditions and it makes you a better tradesman. There's a better, smarter, faster way. I don't think that'd be, that should be something that should be pushed to the side. And I'll add to that real quick. You always have to let them know that this is not my final form. <laughs> so you work for Vega and just for those that don't know about the company that much, did it start back in 1989? Am I reading that right? Or yeah, so the first press fitting that like went to market was uh, 1989, but that was in Europe. The first okay. pro press fitting that was brought to America was in 99. So, okay, we've been here for quite a while with pro press. Mm-hmm. 
I think some of the people always screw up to is they say pro press is everything. Pro press is copper tube size. Mega press is iron pipe size. That way you know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm, trying, I'm writing all this down because this is for the Vega reward points on the, that's the questions. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. All right, for those that aren't familiar with ProPress, I guess one, let's do like a breakdown of the things that, that it does, that it can do better that is different from soldering, basically. The things that you run in with soldering that you have to deal with all the time. You that you about water. That you don't have to worry. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So if you just want like the top three or whatever, you can press under flow conditions. You guys have seen the videos. I can let a hundred pounds of water go by and I can press that fitting. I'm not worried about it. The next thing that people don't realize too, is the fitting is made out of heavier than type K copper. So the fitting you're putting onto the tubing is always going to be thicker than the tubing that you're actually using. So it gives you better mechanical strength and durability. And then the cool thing about it is that cold press, no flame. And like a, a sweat 90, the actual 90 portion is thinner where a Vega press 90, it's solid the whole 90. And then you got to worry about soldering on there and getting trash in your solder joint and possibly <laughs> having a break in it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They run into Shoot, it every day. Take it a step further and you have to flush a system once you're done. You have to flush all that stuff out of it, depending on what you're working on. Yeah. When you press yeah. it, you're not adding all that stuff in. And I'm going to come off real millennial here, so don't get too mad at me, Andrew. But it's also good for the environment. So I love the you're environment. Not, what are you talking you know, about? <laughs> Dangerous. You you Danger is more taller than all of us. And, and I'll add to it too. It's for some of y'all that are listening that don't understand when he says flushing the system, like you got to understand that we're adding chemicals to your water lines. Like we're adding acid flux. We're adding uh, silver solder, which for y'all listening that think that we actually, there's silver in that solder. There isn't. When you run the water, it smells for a little bit. And they're like, oh, what's that smell? And oh, it's just the acid flux and the yeah. chemicals that we utilize to bond this two pipes together. Not a big deal. I miss um, the lead solder. You're going to put hair in your chest, man. It will. It'll do more than that. <laughs> my, uh, my favorite thing when people talk about Vega Press is that they call it an O-ring. Which is not an O-ring. What's the, it's really not, term? it's a sealing element. So think yes. about an O-ring, a gasket, that's something that gets worn down and replaced. We have a statically sealed ceiling element. So it's trapped mm -hmm. between the tubing and the pipe. It never moves again for the rest of its life. Never going to dry out, never going to change the seal. Absolutely yeah. not. And then think about people always worry about, they say that rubber O-ring is going to wear out. Like we got rubber in the ocean. We can't get rid of, we want it to go away. It does not break yeah. down. This one we're trapping between two pieces of tubing. You barely ever see flow. So it's just. It's a completely different scenario. Well, I can't remember who did. Uh, someone actually did a comparison where they took four different companies' press fittings and they took this the rubber sealing element out and pressed it. And I think Vega was the only one that actually held, even without the rubber sealing element. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll happen. So here's the other deal. You talk about tooling. We were the first ones to the press game. So every single tooling manufacturer made their jaws fit our fittings. Now these other guys come in the back door and try to jam their fittings into those jaws and their tolerances are all screwed up. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, there's, so, there, there, there's a reason why this stuff works so well. And there's a reason why that when you utilize Vega products, they work incredibly well. And for me, at least, I and I, I'll say this, I was a huge like solder die guy. Like I was like, I don't see a need for press when I can still solder. And then I got introduced to it. And, and the way I got introduced to it was I was in a building and there was no shutoff for the building. And the guy I was working with said, we're going to have to cut this open live. 
and put a press fitting on it. And I looked at him like he was fucking crazy. I was like, what are you talking about, dude? I was like, this thing's under 110 PSI right now. I was like, there's no way we're going to get this fitting on. He's like, oh, we're getting it on. He's like, we're going to press this uh, ball valve onto there and we're going to shut the water down so we can fix those three water leaks upstairs. And I told him, I was like, I'm going to go sit in the trucks when you flood this place out. And he was like, no, I'm going to need you. So we dragged because it was a vertical, it was a vertical uh, copper line. It was a one inch copper line vertical. And uh, he dragged this big trash can over. And uh, we got two guys that were working at this little building place. And uh, he looked at us and said, listen, when I cut this line fully open, water's going to go everywhere. And all I need you guys to do is hold this trash can underneath it. And I'm going to put this fitting on and press it down. And the minute that it's done and pressed, I'm going to shut the water off. And when I say within four minutes, we were done. And there was maybe about not even a foot of water inside that trash can. That's what sold me on it. I was like, this is what I want to get into. Ever since then, I was like, that's awesome that you guys want to solder, but I'm doing this now because it's so much better. Yeah. Hands uh, down every single time. It's just, it's a different way of doing things. It's the ultimate way. And I think I push that to people all the time because they'll ask questions and whatnot. I'm like, dude, you think I'd come from like a trades background and then come and try to sell you guys some BS? Like, this is the stuff I put in my house. Like, I trust my family with this. That's how I roll. Yeah. I mean, another, <clears throat> the only question that I have is like, I, I talked to the guys that, and I said, I was going to try this. Is there a way, you know, how if you want to unsweat something, you can take a fitting off by heating it up, unsweating it. Is there a way that you could cut the fit, the Vega fitting and try and save that little piece of pipe? Nope. All right. So here's where I worry about losing my Vega job. Can you take them off if you're extremely careful with a die grinder and you just barely trim the fitting on both sides and don't hit the tubing at all? Yeah. But what's really going to happen is you're going to nick the tubing and then you're going to have to cut it off anyway. So there's really no going back. It's a permanent mechanical connection. Okay. Don't press no. anything uh, really close to the wall that you're not wanting to cut into the wall later. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. You better hope that's where it's going to be. You got a 50 year warranty. So you got at least 50 years where we warranty it. And then life expectancy is well past that. Ream yeah. and bevel your pipes, please. Uh, as Colton, as Viking shows you in his videos, ream and bevel the pipe. Yeah. So let's talk about preparation. Colton, you want to walk us through that on the pressing? For sure. So there's four steps. Do them the same way every single time. Square cut, which is almost sounds insane to say, but you have to cut the pipe square. So if you got a big old crooked pipe, half that could not be under the ceiling element. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Then that next step is going to be to ream. I say ream, that's the inside. So like you're taking off that inside edge so you don't have turbulent flow. And then you're going to deburr, which is taking off that outside edge or lip if you're using tubing cutters. Because we don't want anything that's going to tear up our ceiling element when we put that fitting on there. Now, something that people miss is if your copper's all tore up, corroded, paint on there, you got to clean that off with sand cloth or scotch spray. It's fine to use sand cloths. I get that one all the time. You, like you literally have to go buck wild with a sand cloth to remove enough material or cause a gouge. Scotch Brite's fine. And then put yeah. the fitting, look inside the fitting. Nobody does that. Look inside it, make sure it's clean. You didn't cut stuff over it and there's debris in there. If it's dirty, rinse it out and then put it all the way onto the stop and mark that full insertion depth. And I know you guys, George, Flynn, nobody ever wants to mark that full insertion depth. But if it pulls out, we can't help you on the warranty. So that's why I push it, man. That's for you guys. I don't care if it's marked. I'd hope, I hope you press a billion fittings that are all the way on and then you have to buy more, but right. you're doing that for yourself. So let me ask yeah. you a question, Vikings. You have a 50 year warrant, like you have a 50 year warranty on your fittings, right? Yes, sir. If your fittings failed and my house flooded because of that fitting, you guys are paying for the damages done or what is that? Yes, sir. So if it's our fault, 
because you cut out the fitting, you give us some pipe, we test it, and we're like, man, that was a defective fitting. We're taking care of you however we can. Oh, shit. That's yep. awesome. So here's what this runs into, though. We have a failure rate that's extremely low. Put it in correctly, wow. you're going to be fine. I don't really deal with this kind of shit, like, ever in my life, but just hearing that, that's pretty awesome. Shit, yeah, dude, no, I worked, I, I literally worked as a fitter, and I pressed from the day I started. I pressed, soldered, did it all. I had one failed fitting my entire career in that 15 years, and it was totally my fault. I tried to kick a fitting together, a big two-and-a-half-inch fitting on top of a <laughs> giant water heater, yeah. and just smashed the ceiling out to pieces and pressed it and thought it was going to hold. So totally my fault. Yep, I did the same thing. I thought I, thought I could just cut the half-inch for a hose bib for the shutoff and slam the fitting on there, not cleaning it, and then pressed it, and I got a little drip. Not a bad drip, but a little drip, and had to rework the whole piping because it was my fault. Uh, I remember I had to call Colton in on a comment because I was pressing and someone was like, oh, you clean the pipe too much. You don't clean oh, it if yeah. you press. And I, yep. I paid Colton and I was like, you want to handle this guy? <laughs> yep. I, Dude, I the did. best ones, there's one you like try to give somebody some like comments or something and try to help them out. And then they'll come back and be like, my Vega representative. I'm like, Dude, I'm the Vega representative. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that guy. Like, you can listen to me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I was going to say is that's, it, it seems to be consistent on like every other video that I post where I'm using ProPress and they see me using like Scotch-Brite or sanding cloth and they go, you have to clean it? And I was like, you don't have to. I said, I would just prefer if there's any paint or any kind of anything I mean, that might get in the way. Even if you were soldering though, wouldn't you have to do the Yeah, you, you do, steps? but they think all you have to do is deburr it and ream it and that's it. And then you press it and it's like you're doing a brand new piece of pipe. You're probably fine, but they see me cleaning this stuff and they all of a sudden, they're like questioning. Oh, I thought you didn't have to clean it. And I'm like, that's just like old habits. So it doesn't matter if it's clean or dirty. I usually just hit it up a little bit there. And it's, I don't like, it's the same with one step where you have the glue and the cleaner in the same bottle. I'm so used to priming. I usually put clear primer when I'm doing CPVC one steps. I'm just in the habit of it. But right. I'm not the, and I, I want to say this just to add to it. Like I, I'll say this, if you're just cutting pipe, like if you're using your bandsaw or you're using a sawzall just to cut the pipe and slamming a fitting on there and pro-pressing it, you're doing it all wrong because you would never do that in a solder fitting. And for me, at least I treat a pro-press fitting just like a solder fitting because I don't want that turbulence. I don't want to have anything on there. And then I see guys like that, that just put the fitting on and they press it down and they're like, Hey, we're good to go. And I'm like, dude, you're not doing it right. Like it takes two seconds to clean a pipe. Ream it, deburr it. You're good to go. Put the fitting on. Do it right. And I that that's one reamer is pretty sweet. Yeah, but I have that one, that little one. Yeah, the cone reamer is awesome. My one thing with that cone reamer is if you're using the tubing cutter, you got to get you got to get after it to have that cone mm -hmm. actually clean off the that inside yeah. lip. Oh uh, yeah, but for the outside, hell yeah. Work. Adam yeah. feels like he's left out on press. I've actually had industrial people, so industrial products and stuff where they use our pro press stainless because we have pro press in a stainless steel configuration with stainless steel tubing and they yeah. use it for like their seal type for their electrical conduits underground and stuff in the 10 years that i've been in the trade of electrical we've used stainless steel one time it's just yeah, so expensive it's, and it's only required in certain environments we use schedule 80 rigid pvc metal conduit is, I think it's pretty much the same as like your guys' black iron, put a uh, wire in it versus grinding water through it. Yeah, because we, we talked about this before, Colton. If Vega came out with a cheaper mega press that was for electricians to use. Well, because Southwire, an electrical company, they have a shark bite thing for a rigid pipe. 
So you don't have to thread it. You can just like snap them on there versus having to thread it and all that shit. So I think it's coming in the future, but it's just not here yet because you have to worry about that when the wire is being pulled through, you're not damaging the wire. Yeah, for like, sure. And there's you, a hard edge on the inside for sure. Yeah. And you can't see that inside the pipe until you turn the power on and then it welds to the conduit or whatever. <laughs> and you'd want long sweeps too, because you wouldn't want the turns that Yeah, you have to have longer sweeps and shit too. Yeah. Just throwing that out there, some ideas patent pending vegan wants to do that take all the credit for it if i don't have the thread pipe anymore that would be fucking amazing <laughs> we can give you adam's number later on too by the way if you want to for sure you know, I'm, wearing my, I'm wearing my vega shirt right now <laughs> that's so weird i'm the, wearing my vega hoodie right now i'm wondering outside. how the electrician even got a vega shirt <laughs> uh, I, know, I know a guy i know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> i do wear it a lot hey that's it's a nice shirt Dude, I have so many like different company shirts, but I probably wear the Vigo one the most. What's the coolest looking? We just have the right colors that people like, like that black and yellow. Everybody loves it. Nobody, so I mean, if it was black and red, that would be phenomenal. But <laughs> the yellow. I, I don't associate black and yellow with DeWalt anymore. It's only associated with Vigo in my eyes. Yeah, <laughs> we can hit on that too. What do you guys think of DeWalt tools? Does anybody run DeWalt tools anymore? Or is that a homeowner brand? How I feel about it. Yeah, I, I think it's a homeowner brand. Okay, go ahead, for, Adam. Like they make the best carpenter tools. Like their carpenter tools are amazing. Like their yep. like, table saws and all that stuff is top of the line. But Milwaukee for plumbers and electricians, like my brother-in-law is a plumber and he only runs Milwaukee. I'm an yep. electrician. I only run Milwaukee. All you guys run Milwaukee. There's a reason for it. They make fucking yeah. awesome. All my power tools are Milwaukee, but like my plumbing tools are rigid. Well, yeah. Except, I mean, all my, all my plumbing shit is rigid too, but I don't really own too much of it. We'll convert you sooner or later. So I, I have a buddy of mine who's a plumber and he purposefully only buys DeWalt because he's, I want to be different. And I'm like... <laughs> Why? You have DeWalt tools, so they won't get stolen. I mean, I, I, mean, I guess <laughs> that's why he gets them. But he sends me pictures. He sent me a picture the day he got uh, DeWalt channel locks. And he's, these are so great. And I hate to, I'm not, I, I'm going to plug them. But I was like, the Kinepics are better. And he was just like, no, they're too expensive. And I'm like, let me know how that goes in three months when those teeth wear out on those DeWalt channel locks. I'll lend you a pair of my Kinepics. Kinepics well, expensive is expensive for a reason. Right. Made in Germany, dude. You can't fucking go wrong, bro. And you I'll can't be German engineering. It, what I like to see is that in my Home Depots in my area, there's Vega press products in there now. But it's so nice to walk in and not have to drive an extra 20 minutes to my supply house to pick up the press fittings that I like. Or if it's the middle of the night or if it's a Saturday. Or oh, yeah. Saturday. Right. Oh, yeah. It's one of those things that it's nice to be able to have that convenience and know that it's a product that I stand behind. Home Depot right now, it's going to be half inch up to one inch select fittings on ProPress sitting on the shelf. So I went to, got to do a big like store manager walk meeting thing where I like showed off our stuff to all the Home Depot store managers. So it's going to be a thousand stores by the end of this year, which is half of them. And then hopefully in the next year we'll be in. Are they going to be Canadian stores too? Canadians, man. I feel so bad for you guys. <laughs> oh, no. PureFlow got ripped away or something like that. Yes, we fucked PureFlow as well. But here's the deal with PureFlow. It just costs too much to get it there. It costs us yeah. so much, and there's such a low margin that we are losing money. We sell you guys PureFlow, we actually would lose money. You just can't expect a business to be like, no, no, no. it out just because. <laughs> what's yeah. the what's no, PureFlow? Uh, it's their PEC. Yeah. 
Hey, I just want to apologize to the two listeners that own DeWalt Tools. Um, <laughs> you guys know I'm going to the Rigid Experience in August, right? So you can talk about Rigid too if you like. Whatever though. Like Vader said, like I for Rigid, I've got ProPress, all my drain cleaning equipment's Rigid. So yeah. it's two different companies. They're all under Greenline, but one is Rigid Power Tools, and then one yep. is just Rigid. And the Rigid Power yeah. Tools is all the they, they change their colors now. They're red and black. That's the Rigid Power Tools. Correct. So what I was told was that the rigid power tools that you buy at Home Depot is the Home Depot brand, but they Home Depot pays a licensing fee to put the rigid name on it. So that's what that is. That's where you get that black and orange. But then the actual rigid plumbing tools that we all love and buy, because I just I really can't find anything that's better than that. That's the actual like rigid company. And I and honestly, I know I, I've said this before, but Milwaukee makes a, a really good pro press. I don't have anything against that. but it's just something about that RP241 that I have, that rigid, that just that it's just it's a little bit lighter. And I just feel like it just really cinches down the pipe and it's a little easier to fit into tight spaces. I just yeah. I haven't made enough money yet to buy the C jaws, but th those are coming next. Yeah, I like so legit. Everybody should yeah. have it. Personally, I think they should offer the option to get that right off the bat. I would just get the rigs because you can do the same thing with them and you have yep. extra capabilities. Yep. Yeah, because yeah, I was looking at the... Um... Chris Wilcox actually did a press Wilcox sitting. mechanical. Yeah, he, that's my dog, dude. That's my number one. Yeah, right. yeah. Sorry, guys. He did the, the press fitting that was like almost below the concrete, but he was able to do it with those C1 jaws. Yep. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, that to me would be more practical to have versus the half inch, the three quarter. You, can, you still have those in the C1 jaws, but with the capability of doing it at all those weird angles and shit. Even like the bigger one, the bigger jaws, like the the three and four, I think they are like C1 jaws anyways. Yeah. So on pro press all the way up to two inch, you're going to be a jaw set up right off the bat, but you can get the C1 or the V1 for the standard tool and use the ring kits. But anything after that is a ring and an actuator. Whereas yep. rigid gives you that ball and socket. Milwaukee gives you like a scissor action. So you still have to be straight onto that jaw because that's a patent that we own and we license it to rigid. Now you go into Mega Press from half to one inch, it's jaws, and then everything is rings from there up on the Mega Press yep. side too. So I say even guys like you love Milwaukee, I'm down with that. Use Milwaukee, but then buy those ring and rigid upgrades and put them in your Milwaukee tool. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's that. Yeah. The the rigid heads I I have noticed are better in my eyes. Oh, and I forgot to ask when we were doing the, the prepping and stuff like that, the smart connect on the Vega fittings. So different from everybody else's. Can you yeah. want to tell us about that? Yeah. Yeah. So most, most other companies, and I'm not talking trash because I'm not supposed to talk trash, but I'll do a little bit of it. They take their ceiling element. <laughs> they take their ceiling element and they either put ribs or flaps or they put like a thin spot in it. And that's what's supposed to let the like media go by if it's not pressed. It only works 25 to 75% of the time. So it's not effective. It doesn't do its job and you're damaging the ceiling element. Now you go to pro press in that half to two inch range. There's actually like a little indentation. So you guys see the little green dot right under that green dot inside the fitting. There's a little, it almost looks like a fingernail mark. And that allows the media to go past that, that ceiling element until you make the press. And then once you make the press, that thing gets pressed out and you never see it again. Interesting. And the green dot or whatever, depending on what you're working with, that you won't see anymore, right? When you're pressing it, is that what you said? No, the green dot stays, but the indentation on the inside of the fitting that lets the media go by is what gets pressed out and you don't see anymore. 
Gotcha. Okay. Okay. The All green right. dot's uh, also what identifies what's in it. So ProPress always has a green dot because it comes with a EPDM and ethylene, propylene, like our water-based one. So when you go to MegaPress, ten times fast, please. Ethylene, <laughs> propylene, diene, monoethylene, propylene, diene. Okay. I say it. I literally say that. I have. I do ten anywhere from ten to fifteen trainings a day, and I say it in every single one, so it's beat into my head. <laughs> sure. That's crazy. But yeah, so that's like a water type fitting. So like everybody thinks ProPress, domestic water. Hell yeah, we could do compressed air. We can do nitrogen. Dude, uh, I'm just, I want to buy a fucking ProPress right now. And I don't even oh, know what it's I so would great. Do it. It's what so would I great. Do with it? That rigid Everything. ProPress. Would I have a water that? heater to do in my new house that I just got. And I'm just like, I might buy a fucking M12 ProPress just to fucking, just in case, dude. Yeah, it's so awesome to have. I don't know. Do you guys know Jamie? I'm trying to think. He's like Northern HVAC or something like that. You guys seen him? Uh, I know the follow Laurie and the Plum Dangerous and Vader. <laughs> those are so, pretty. The pretty awesome fucking. Those are big. Those are big names. But so I've got a 351. That's my personal 351, okay. and I'm gonna start. I'm gonna loan that thing out. So like right now, I send it off to a dude in Seattle, Jamie, and I'm like letting him use it until his tool comes in because we got a tooling program where. Um, we give people tools if they spend enough in a year, we're like, we'll give you the tool because we want you to press fittings, but sometimes they take a little bit to get out. So I'm actually going to create that as like my around the country loaner where you like get it for however long, throw a sticker on it, send it back to me. And then I send it off to the next guy who needs a loaner for a little bit. I need to borrow a, a pro press <laughs> to do a water heater in my house. It'll only be for one day and I'll send it right back. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to wait for mine to get back. The one thing I can't do is be sending Vegas tools across the country. You know how that goes. But like my tools, like if I have a personal tool, like I have every tool in the goddamn world here in the shop. So I don't need a personal tool. So I have no problem putting those out so people keep where they need to go. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we, saw awesome. The, uh, we saw the the most recent video you did where you're using the, uh, what do you call it for the, uh, the gas piping and making the coat rack? Yeah, the press in branch connectors. I've seen Mechanical Hub commented that that was like the most expensive fucking hat rats ever and i was just thinking, i'm sure some people are cringing fucking watching like they better that's but that's that's the whole idea of what i'm doing. that was a fucking you know, flex yeah flex <laughs> <laughs> so here's here's where that you guys have all everybody's lived this right you live a beg for forgiveness more than ask for permission yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that hat rack my boss isn't here this week so we'll see what he thinks when he comes back oh yeah. yes I want to ask a question real quick. So you had say the comment about having a program where people are getting the pro presses or other tools based upon how much they spend a year. But my question is, how would you guys know how much these bigger names or bigger companies are, are spending? So we'll base it on things we've seen in the past. We can pull up anybody's history with any supply house and figure out how much they bought. But if it's like a new guy, mom and pop shop, we're literally going to be doing like a it's like a trust basis. Like how much are you spending on threaded fittings? We could extrapolate that and see what that would be in mega press and play that game. But so we're not just like handing a, out tools. Is, it, so. is there like a, is there like a rewards program or something you guys are maybe running? There's also a rewards program. So oh, the tool oh. thing is outside of that, the rewards program, every single fitting you buy, you get points for it, like airline miles. So you build up those points, you put them into this, like the rewards program online, you upload your invoices and then you get points for every single fitting. And those kind of just add up and you can use them on all kinds of stuff. And how can you sign up for something like that, Viking? Super easy. So go to (laughs) veganrewards.com. And and you basically, when you buy something at the supply house and you have an invoice that you can scan it and then upload it in there and it takes a little bit, but they, you get the points off of that. The vegan rewards, uh, from what I've seen on there, you can get hood. 
You can get like a wine cooler or something. All kinds of swag. So obviously the swag's awesome. Dude, in my mind, swag is super cool. You can use it on that, but you save up your points, you can get tools. You can get the C1 actuator kit. So yeah. you can get oh. other things on there that's that in my mind would be more worth the more worth your bang. Yeah. yeah. And buy more fittings. Can those kind of points again or no, we can't do that. You don't get <laughs> double points on this. I, I want to ask this real quick. I, I do have a serious question, but so let me ask this. I know with the Pro Press, I might be asking a dumb question. So I know with the Pro, Pro Press, it has a C1 Jaws. What about Mega Press? Is there C1 Jaws for that also or no? Rigid okay. is coming out with the ring kit for the half, three quarter, and one soon. It's supposed to be out this year. Okay. So, okay. Because I have a gas job and I want to thank Vega and Rigid both for having Mega Press fittings and then for having the Mega Press Jaws for me. Because I was able, every company came out and gave this woman some absorbent amount and then told her that they'd either run the flexible gas pipe that scares the hell out of me for underneath the deck for a gas grill. And then I came out and bid the job for probably about, I'd say probably almost $800 less. And I said I'd run it all in, in a black iron and I would use mega press fittings. And I had to show the customer what the mega press fitting actually was and the jaws that they used and they were sold. They were just like, nope, we want you. We the you seem to know what you're talking about and that's what we want. And I was like, you got it. So hell yeah, dude. And it doesn't end there. So if you have, that's like a customer, somebody's house, like we'll go into a industrial accounts where the engineer doesn't buy it. And then that's my job where I get to come in and I train the engineer and I'm like, dude, this is why it's so awesome. This is the capabilities. This is what it's capable of. So that support is almost as much as the fitting. So you're never going to be left out on a hill by yourself trying to explain it. If you need something, you just hit us up and we, we, we give you the cure. Yeah. And the thing is that education is key with a lot of people. Again, going back to that whole solder versus press nonsense, which right. I'm going to go ahead and say that if you're still repping that solder or die thing, you just need to maybe do some, just do some homework just for yeah. five minutes. But the whole gas stuff, like I told him, I was like, look, I'll air test it afterwards to make sure you're good and stuff. We'll make sure it holds us and I'll bubble test it. But I can assure you that these fittings are just as great, if not better than a threaded fitting. That made me think of something when you said solder or die. My brother, um, before we got the pro press, this he's ah oh, man, he's that doesn't really impress me. He's I don't need another way to join pipe or whatever. That dude, okay, I lent him the, the pro press, and he's on like his first pro press job, and he I think he was only doing two couplings or something like that, and he said, dude. I'm not even mad about it. He's like, he, he pressed it, and he's I'm in love now. He's I'm not even mad about it. He thought he was gonna feel like like he, I think he said. It felt wrong and right all at the same time. <laughs> and, and it was, anyway, he, he's just all about it now. So he's, he had to get his uh, little ProPress kit set up with the ProPress fittings. And it even, so. it took us, it took us a minute to win you over at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yep. that. Oh my God. That was a while ago. How long ago, ago was that, yeah. Plum? How long oh. have you been pressing versus soldering? I'm a newbie, man. Man, it's only a bit, what, Vader, like a few months? Like yeah. Two, three months? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel yeah. like I was involved in some of those conversations there in the beginning where you're like, yeah, I yeah, still solder, sure. you know, I can press here and there. And I was like, come on, bro. Yeah. I, I got on there and I'm seeing all this pressing going on and I'm like, what's up with this? And so then I started uploading reels with soldering and people are like, I'm getting these comments like, oh, it's nice to see somebody bringing out a torch every once in a while or something like that. <laughs> and I'm like, what the torch? Pavement and like, plumbing. Yeah, and then I'm yeah. getting these. Then I'm getting the comments like, "Dude, you still use a torch? It's that's a baby's toy. It's like back to the future. Like you used to use your hands." <laughs> so, 
Anyway, so here's, yeah, the, here's the other thing we can hit on that, like the whole skills in the trades thing. I get this all the time. People are like, oh, you're killing the skills in the trades. What do you guys really think that the skill in the trade is? Is it the connection method or like actually understanding the system that you're working on and being able to make it work the way it's supposed to? Knowledge, yeah. man. Uh, Knowledge. I'll, I'll, I'll chime in on this one. I'm going to say this. In my area where I live, I've gone to a lot of homes and a lot of commercial buildings. And if the comment in my area is that you're taking the skill out of the trade, most of these guys need to learn how to solder because there's so much solder snot and flux yep. on these on this pipe. I'm like, you need to learn how to propress just so you can be a better plumber. Yeah, that's really all I, I got to say about that because I've said this before on to actually to you, Colton, and it's because he made a post saying, you know, soldering isn't really that impressive of a skill, and I said no. Soldering is not an impressive skill, but it takes skill to make it look impressive. Yes. That Guaranteed. is. Yep. To make yes. it look nice and stuff. And then people don't do that. But in my eyes, I actually like press better, the look of it. And I'm not just saying that because you're on here. I've said this before. Yeah. Photos, you're like, I, I just took a photo because that's how it looked you know, pretty. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I agree with you, man. It's nice, <laughs> shiny fitting. And uh -huh. that's right. It's, I, we, clean, it's we, clean looking. We literally hydro polish our fittings. So they're not just like coming off copper, or whatever. We hydro polish them, which sounds crazy. But when you hydro polish, you take off some of those inconsistencies in the copper. And that's what also yep. leads to those fittings lasting longer because they don't have those. Right. And I'll say this, Viking, as someone that used to be a pipe fitter, all about brazing with V-tanks. And you can make it look pretty and you can make it look awful. And it's one of those things that, you know, knowing that I can press something like that and it just looks just great and i can walk away but it takes away that stress of that i can't tell you how many times i've done a solder fitting and i was just like yeah, i know it'll hold but god that looks awful because i burned <laughs> up the fitting or there was water in the line that all of a sudden decided to unvapor lock and decided to pour down in my fitting so then it just pushed all the flux out or it broke the flux fitting itself so for me like it it you're yeah i understand the quote-unquote skill part but i can tell you that i've seen more often than not that the skill part of soldering they skipped in their book when they were learning uh guarantee viking is is vega gonna come out with a refrigerant line press yeah so i can talk lightly on it but i can't tell you everything about it um but yeah we will have a refrigeration press fitting it's gonna be a literal game changer it's gonna be something you've never seen before it's not gonna have a ceiling element it's not going to be a technical press. It's going to be more of a fusion type thing. So just oh, get wow. ready for that. It is coming. That's cool. Interesting. Interesting. I know, I know Adam has a bone to pick with you. Hey, are we going to be pressing, <laughs> are we going to be, are we going to be pressing any quarter inch lines? That's, it's just like we, it's all, it all comes down to dollars and cents. There's not yeah. a lot of money in that quarter inch fitting for us. Yeah. You just get that flow control or that Ford coupling. What is that for? Like quarter inches like down. for your fridges and shit? Yeah, it's usually soft copper. I, I want to end. I want to end the show with everybody's experience with ProPress. I love it. Oh, <laughs> love it for love was it love it for sight. What was your experience when you first started using it? But before we get into that, I read up that they make you guys make marine fittings or something like that for like naval. Oh yeah, all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. So we have a it's called Cooney. It's a copper nickel fitting that goes on copper nickel pipe. So it's not even They're, tubing at this point. It's mega press and it goes on to copper nickel pipe. Yeah. So we're gorgeous. actually allowed on. Yeah. So we're allowed on all the naval surface vessels in the U.S. Marines. So we have a Navy stamp to be allowed on those vessels with those fittings and also with some of our mega press and pro press. 
That is badass. Wow. So when somebody's, I don't know if I trust this in my house, I'm like, that's weird. Torpedoes and stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. it's on a damn well, battleship, so, dude. Yeah, I don't say this a lot, but I actually work at a nuclear plant and we use ProPress. There's also that. There you go. Boom. That's one thing that there are any viewers or listeners or whatever the hell you want to call them out there who are doing industrial products, doing larger size fittings and doing large size jobs. We'd love to see the content because I love you guys, but we get a whole lot of, Hey, I'm in somebody's house and stuff. Cause that's more of what like Instagram and TikTok are, but man, it'd be nice to show people that we're just like, there's so much more versatility to it than that. And that's where I came from. I come from an industrial background. So I feel like people are yeah. like, Oh yeah, you press it in somebody's house. I'm like, dude, I put this in at Lockheed Martin. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> right. Yeah. Place to work. And, like, maybe and I can drive over there because I'm close to Lockheed in my area. Maybe I, I want to go in there door. <laughs> And ask them if I can see some of their press fittings. Yeah, well, they sure love it, man. I'm sure they'll bring you right in. Yeah, oh, that's, part of, that's part of the that's part of the problem too. Like, shoot, when I was working out there, there's some guy wandering around behind me with an AK-47. So it's not. Like, oh, I'm going to take a video of this real quick. Yeah. Bro. they're like, no. <laughs> I was just saying, I'd love to. I'd love to take some pictures, but nuclear plants, no pictures allowed. <laughs> right. But yeah, so back to what I was going to end the show with is, and I don't know who wants to go first, but maybe Adam. Okay. Uh, is that if you can remember back, mine wasn't too far from right now, but when you started using ProPress, like first off the bat, like what impressed you about it? What still impresses you about it? What are the things that you noticed right, right off the bat that it's helped you out in, in your day to day? I don't know who wants to take first on this. I'll go first. Okay. So like I actually worked for a company that only soldered and they're like, oh, it's cheaper. And I kept telling them like, let's press it. It'll make the job go faster. Yeah, but it's cheaper. The fittings are cheaper. And I was like, I understand, but the job, you'll save money in labor. So it's it, like Boston has said, labor, you can't get back. Fittings, you can always send back. That's like that. Yeah. So as soon as I left them, I went and went on my own for a bit. And I right away bought a press and was pressing because it saves me. Yes, again. Fittings are a little bit more expensive than just a solder sweat 90, but it saves me in labor. I can be in and out in 10 minutes, which would have taken me a lot longer to solder everything. Still charging the same, but saving in labor. So, right. so I love labor, it. but saving in labor and you're on to the next job, right? So it's exactly three or four in a day. Yep, exactly. I'll go next and I'll say this. I guess it's accountability is, I guess, the word I'm looking for. But obviously, came off with Vader being faster. But also, too, I've had situations, not many, but I've had a few situations where soldering, it went well. Everything was good. I left the house and I get a phone call saying that they've got water and I've got a drip on a solder joint that it had pushed trash out of the solder joint or there's some water had run down in the pipe and it caused the solder to actually break and it wasn't immediate and with pressing i turn the water on and i unvapor lock the house and i check my fittings and they're dry and for me i can i know that pressing i don't have to worry about that and and it just looks good too i'll be honest like i have people tell me all the time oh wow you did a really good job and i'm like yeah thanks because i was able to do this in 10 minutes instead of 45. yeah i, I think everybody's had a leak out of solder joints so the pipe so you're basically doing everything that you were taught and you're cleaning it and everything like that and you could still have an issue it's just it's, as long as there isn't any kind of defect with the this is a ceiling element right am i saying that right yes uh, sir 
and you're pressing that fitting down, there should be no problems at all. You can sleep at night and danger. I didn't mean to interrupt you, buddy. Were you oh, done? I, I didn't mean to interrupt Well, you. I just, I, and also too, all of us, we've all stuck a, stuck a torch in a wall. And I don't know about you guys, but I've caught a wall on fire before. Oh. And it, it's, it's scary. I mean, I had to start using a hammer and bust up the rest of the wall to get the insulation out that was smoldering. I don't have that problem with, with pressing. I just stick the, my press gun in there and hit that trigger and boom, no fire. And time that I was soldering in a wall, it was only a half inch line going to a hose bib and the homeowner wasn't there. His dad was uh, baby, basically babysitting the house while I was there putting this hose bib in and uh, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. But I'll tell you how it ended. Basically, uh, I, I had insulation in the wall. I pushed it all the way up the wall. It's in a basement. There's a drop ceiling and everything. Thank goodness. And I'm soldering away. This little fleck of insulation comes down. It's still attached to the other while I'm and basically starts to go up the wall and you can start to smolder and you can see the smoke. I can smell smoke. And I remember the customer saying to me before he left for work, this is the homeowner. He tells me this, he's like, Hey, if you get thirsty, I know the water's off. Cause obviously I'm putting on a hose bib and I had the water off the house. He said, there's some bottles of water in the refrigerator right there to your right. And so that's what I go. I run to that and I had water, not a lot in case that happened, but I needed more than just what I had. And so I uh, run in there and I start dousing the wall with water bottles and I get it out and everything. And we get the smoke smell out of there and I reinstallate the wall and everything later on. And, and he ended up calling us back for about two more service calls later on. So he's <laughs> even mechanic the wall and all that. I always think of that moment and everything like that. So press, you don't really have to think about it. And that. Uh, uh, as an outsider looking in. Yeah. It, it seems to me that Chris is ways to fuck it up with the solder joint like what danger was saying earlier it's good at that moment but an hour later it starts leaking and you don't see it but with that press fitting as, as soon as you press it they turn the water back on if it's holding then you got that 50 year warranty viking was saying the right. thing to point out we keep using pro press like it's a press fitting Vega's is the only one who sells pro press that's our trademark that's our name okay. so everybody else just tried to piggyback on that Mega press, right? Ours. Other people sell power press and bench press. This Sawzall is like Milwaukee's brand, but it's it was the first one out, so everybody calls every reciprocating saw a Sawzall. Exactly. So just remember, every single yeah. press fitting is not made the same. They are not the same quality. <laughs> so that's another thing we can talk about. So we are going to have we're going to have a press masters program. So there's going to be a program where you can sign up to be a press master. You get swag, you get some fittings, you get stuff like that. So it's coming. That's going to be released this year. It's one of our big goals to have that set and running. I'll end with, I'll give you my first experience with press was I was trying to press on a job and they, my, my company, my actual company said, we didn't put it in as press. We don't have enough money to do this as press. You have to sweat it. So I just went behind the scenes, bought all my press stuff anyways, and pressed the job. And then when my project manager came out, was like, what the hell? You pressed it? I was like, yeah, but I think I saved you like four or five weeks on the project. I'm like, so I think we probably saved our money. So I literally converted our entire company. Because I was like, I'm not going to do that. Let's just get this right and be done with it. Was this before Smart. you were talking to Vega or was this? Oh, yeah. So way before. So I, I was a fitter for 14, 15 years before I ever talked to Vega. I didn't know anything about it. I'd never been trained. 
And then my company actually built headquarters where I'm sitting right now. We did all the mechanical and plumbing on this building. So one of my buddies got a job as a trainer here after the job. And then a year later, he's like, dude, do you want to come do this? And I was like, I'm in, here we go. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a, yeah. Because I run into a lot of CPBC and polybutylene and things like that. So I have to adapt to it, transfer to copper when I'm on a water heater or something like that. Because I had to have metal and everything coming off the top of a gas heater. And I've found ProPress to be so useful when pressing near those materials. And not having to worry about heat or anything. There we go. So, yeah, absolutely. You're not trying to light that PVC on fire. Because everybody thinks PVC is pretty good against the uh, heat, but it's not. Yeah. What do you think it starts melting at? 300 degrees and you got to solder at 400, 425, 450. Also too, like um, with a lot of like industrial commercial, you have to pull a hot work permit that you're going to have an open flame. Yeah. So with the Vega, with the pro presses and the mega presses, you don't have to pull that hot work permit anymore, correct? Yeah. So that, they have that, that here, but for commercial, not for residential. No, not for that's what I was saying, like industrial and commercial work. Like I've worked in many places where you have to pull hot work permits and it's a pain in the ass. And oh, it's a huge pain in the ass. And then shoot, we go back to time again. So every day you got an hour that's put into filling out permits and getting them set, set up and all that stuff. So an hour yeah. every day, we're expensive as hell. I'll tell you when I was on a job, I think they were charging like 150 bucks an hour for me to stand there. Yep. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing with the hot work permits is you have to fill them out every single day when you're working. Correct. And, it's and not, yeah, it's not for the whole week. It's every day you're. Filling out that paperwork. How you, about your fire watch? Well, yeah. That's what there watches that, you work. Yeah, yeah. You have your super that's going to stand there and watch you work and make sure. And he has to have a fire safety equipment on yeah. hand in case something bad happens. And that was something that was a game changer with the pro press and everything. You know, you had that. Yeah. Like I said, I don't do this stuff because I'm an electrician. I take the better trade, but it's a cleaner but, one. You guys definitely look prettier. Uh, I wouldn't say that, dude. We, we still get dirty as fuck. We're still in the trenches. All you're, that you're working at a sewage treatment plant, so you get a little taste of the... I look at millions of gallons of shit flowing by. You know I, what mean, I mean, you're basically so, a plumber. You're just an I electrical just, plumber. I, I plumb electrons. Right? I don't <laughs> some plumb water. See, we're going to get them plumb. See? Yeah. <laughs> just chip it away. Yeah. It'll be Adam the plumber. Right. Oh, in that moment when he said, man, all the plumbers get the cool tools. Because you guys yep. got like that sweet tubing cutter, the M12 tubing cutter. Yeah. And Wilcox sent me a video and he was trying to cut EMT with it, which is a thin wall steel conduit. Uh-huh. And he goes, it won't cut it. He goes, I don't know, man. Because I was yeah. going to buy it if it was going to be able to cut EMT, but yeah, only for copper, I guess. It'll cut it if you replace the wheel. So the wheel that comes in it isn't made. For that hard of a material but if you buy stainless steel wheels oh, that are made to man. cut stainless steel tubing that m12 will do it adam don't, don't tell me that dude. Adam, <laughs> you're welcome viking <laughs> dropping knowledge over here damn it like christian i'll drop oh. you i don't even i don't even know where you are but i'll come and drop you where you <laughs> cool. yeah but like you man it was really awesome having you on here man we are going to be making on this it's it's a revolution is there like a pro pre hashtag pro press revolution so, I, I, I'm going with hashtag press, like hashtag blessed. So hashtag pressed, you guys start throwing that on stuff too. Hashtag. So yeah, it was good. It was good having you on here. We look forward to having you on again. Maybe when something new, exciting comes on, some, maybe some tools or anything pro press related goes down. We'll definitely have you on. And we never asked you, you are a Star Wars fan, correct? Oh, you know it, bro. 
<laughs> I'm the right age. There's no way you can't be a Star Wars fan and be like 30 to 35. How old are you, Viking? I'm uh, 32 right now. You old okay. fucker. <laughs> what the hell does that make me then? Grandpa. Yeah, dude. Do we know? Grandpa, we all know. Hey, Grandpa. All right. I, I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. Have a great day. Peace. And we'll see you on the next one. Howdy ho. We're back. Wicked. <laughs> Another episode. This is a late yeah, night. Yeah. You better get your beers out because we're going to keep going.